0: Welcome back to the Dating Connection. Our next contestant is Barbara Bimbo. Barbara, tell everyone about yourself and what you're looking for in a man. Her jaw fell off. Can we use that? Can we? Oh, this is live. (laughs) This is airing live.
1: Kill me! Kill me! Kill
2: me! We avoid sex at all costs in the surprisingly tame sequel, Leisure Suit Larry Looking for Love in Several Wrong Places, this week on How Did This Get
1: Laid? Hell yeah.
0: Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside Heather Ann Campbell. Hey,
2: I'm Heather Ann Campbell, alongside Matt Apodaca.
0: Hello, everyone. Hello,
2: everyone. Let's go. Oh, we <laughs> got,
0: I don't know if we can announce this yet. Oh. But maybe we can tease that we have some Hello Everyone merch on the way. Yes. I don't know what the difference... Why did I say maybe we can tease? <laughs> I was about to say. I, I just announced it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can announce this yet. <laughs> yeah, but Late, here's the, like, exactly here's the all, all the information. <laughs> 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 uh, that I'm very excited about that. Yeah. That's the one piece of merch related to a podcast I'm involved with that I'd ever want. Well, it's look, stay tuned, folks. I hope it happens. Fingers crossed for the Hello Everyone. And hey, if you if you want if you demand Hello Everyone merch. Hound earwolf social media. Just do not stop harassing them.
2: I think we should get a uh, like a uh, electronic bear. You know, you press like a paw or pull a string or Mm -hmm. whatever, and he speaks. And it should have over one hundred phrases, but it's all one hundred variations of (laughs) you (laughs) saying.
3: I can do it
0: hundred different ways. That would be like a toy where like that would like a kid would, would be like, I swear it's different every time. You know, <laughs> Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Get his ass kicked. Um uh, so we've we got uh, we taught worst and weirdest games. This one definitely falls in the worst category and it's it's a real this was a real sad one for me, but <laughs> before we get into that, before we descend into gaming hell, it is time, as we always do, to spend 70 seconds in gaming heaven discussing a game that we personally fancy. Heather, you can start things off.
2: Well, uh, I had a long airplane trip uh, a couple days ago, and so I started um, Lynx. Links- wow, Oh, shit. Link's Awakening, yeah, the, yes.
0: the Switch one, the Switch remake,
2: and it's delightful. It's really good. The music is really good. Like it's, yeah, I, once the the main adventure theme, you know, bum 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 like whatever Link's theme, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, once that started up, I just left it there for a while. I was like, oh man, I feel good. Yeah, this is a nice feeling. I also like the the puzzles are not off-putting. Like they're an enjoyable, leisurely mm. puzzle, and I don't mind that. A bit.
0: So a pleasing score and puzzles that aren't annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting contrast with what we're discussing. I, I, I will just say that I'm still in Death Stranding World. I need to finish this fucking game, but I've become a mule. I am addicted to deliveries. <laughs> yes. And I've, I'm 70 hours deep now, and I've just abandoned the main story. <laughs> I'm just fucking giving shit to, like, the Mountaineer to try to get my five-star rating so he'll patch on my thigh. It's so, it's so addict. That aspect of it is so addicting. Yes,
2: yes. Just- Yes, it I is. really enjoy it. It's great.
0: I just I, and and I think people soured on it maybe because there's less combat, but I think the the it's it's fine. All like right, we're
2: done. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, our guest today <laughs> to discuss this very bad game is a writer and comedian from Briar Patch on USA and Dispatches from Elsewhere on AMC, which is airing right now. Eva Anderson.
4: Hey guys.
2: Hey Eva.
0: Welcome back, Eva.
2: Thank you so much for, uh, for, for <laughs> thank you.
4: Thank you for what you've done. Yeah, you're. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's no, great. No, this is great. Thank this you. is good stuff. I This was a tough time. <laughs> it, and I was like, this. I, I thought this was a great idea. Yeah. To keep it going not, with the series. It was not. It no, was a bad idea.
0: The first one was kind of fun. This one is is much Like the first one was kind of fun to be like, ah, look at this shit, this sucks. And uh, look at, we'll fucking tear this apart. And then this one, I was just like, oh, I just felt bummed out. Just like mired in this muck. Man,
2: I've got uh, the contrarian opinion, and I didn't expect it, which is, boy, I enjoyed this one more than the other one. Oh, no. (laughs) But. It still is terrible. <laughs> it's very bad. But if I had to replay one of the two of these between Leisure Suit Larry 1 and Leisure Suit Larry 2, especially with the unupdated graphics and text parser, I'm 100% into this one. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I would burn the other one in a fire. If we're
0: talking about, we're, we're ruling out the HD, the kickstarted HD remake of Leisure Suit Larry in the Land of the Lounge Lizards. Nice. Uh, I think that, I read off my notes. Uh, <laughs> If we're ruling that out, then I think the originals with like their EGA graphics, I would go with part two just because it's it's mildly more aesthetically pleasing.
4: I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I strongly disagree. I think it's one of the worst games I've
0: ever played. Wow. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, b- before we get into that in, in any depth, uh, are there any games you've been playing lately that you've been enjoying? Anything that you've been having fun with?
4: Yes. I'm also playing Death Stranding.
0: Hell yeah, nice. totally
4: nice. awesome! But oh I need to spend some time really dig into it. Some other games I've liked recently: uh, Telling Lies. Anyone played Telling Lies? It's a secret. It's like the same guy who made Her Story. Okay, it's just a bunch of awesome it's actors. It's that Ricky Gervais movie, right? It's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> the invention of lying. The invention okay. of telling lies. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's cool. It's like you're uh, you're just you're watching. Um, transcribed footage of a bunch of people you don't know who they are what they're doing and you decide what order you want to watch it in but you can search for specific words and then that unlocks new clips mm. and so the game ends when you've figured out what happened
0: wait is this real video yeah I, okay i feel it, like i've seen some footage of this game yeah, it's
4: got really good actors too it's That's it's rad. awesome yeah it's super good is it like
2: i'm 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 i don't know anything about it so it sounds to me like you've described a
4: game that takes place in like east germany yeah but no but okay. yeah you are it does make sense. You are kind of like trying mm-hmm. to it's you're observing people mm-hmm. and you're watching them through uh, their phones and stuff. Oh, wow. So it is. It's definitely about like surveillance. Cool. But um, yeah, but it's got it's got really it's like the guy from Upgrades in it. One of the ladies from Halt and Catch Fire. I'm totally blanking on her name is in it. The, oh, great. the, the actors are really good. And then I also got really into and played all of the Rusty Lake um, iPhone games. Has anyone played those? No, no. they're escape room kind of okay. bu- uh, puzzle games. We that talked are about those off. a little
0: bit with our friend Shiroko Dunlap. They're really fun,
4: <laughs> but these ones have like a really deep, weird Twin Peaks mythology. Oh wow, yeah, they're very scary um, and fucked up. And then they're also got little puzzles, so I like those too.
0: Are they? Have you done an IRL escape room? Yes. Are they akin to that experience?
4: Well, no. I mean, it's more just like um. Yeah, I mean, in a, you're in a room and there's puzzles. Escape rooms, you have a, a time limit, and you're usually doing it with friends, right. so it's mostly about the communal aspect of it.
0: Yeah, that's where I checked out immediately. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, you, thank you. Not <laughs>
4: but like, I did. Um, for instance, um, Amy Nicholson and I did an escape room in in Kiev, in Ukraine, and it was like the closest to an actual like insane. Uh, we were just locked in a room, <laughs> and, and the theme was luggage office, and we were just supposed to find a bag. And actually, it felt a lot like uh, a good version of a Leisure Suit Larry 2 puzzle because wow. it was like just kind of point – like weird kind of – at one point, we had – we found a toaster, and we plugged it in, and some, we found some bread, and we toasted the bread, and the bread came out with words on it, Whoa. and then, then we had to plug those words into something to unlock – yeah.
0: That sounds so, badass. It, it was
4: really cool. and the, You were in Ukraine Yes. Yeah, I was, yeah, was in Ukraine. And at one point, you – you We opened the door, we came back through. At one point, that opened, and they walled us in. Like, Ooh. we'd entered through this door, and when it opened again, there was a wall. Where, oh, man. So we were just like, yeah.
0: It sounds like it's a pretty decent production value It was here. cool.
4: Yeah. yeah, a lot of the escape rooms started in Eastern Europe, oh, and wow. so they, they're pretty good over there. And in Russia, we did one in Russia, too, that, was, <laughs> that had this really weird puzzle, where we're in St. Petersburg. We'd found, like, a mirror... And a, um, there was a laser pointer on the ceiling and we uh, used it to aim the laser pointer, the mirror at a picture of K- JFK in the car. Oh, my God. Waving. Oh, my God. And when he God. aimed it over his heart. A key, like, went bang, and a key fell out of the ceiling. Wow. And it was like, whoa, Russia, like, rub it in. <laughs> like, yeah, we know you killed him, but it was crazy. There were, like, a lot of, like, references to that they killed him, like, as jokes. Oh, and really? Like, like, names of drinks and bars and stuff were like, ha we killed JFK. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, but Russia has these hugely expensive ones you can go to that are, like, hundreds of dollars. They have full casts, and it's, like like the equivalent of like a really hardcore horror experience, but also with puzzles. and
2: if you if you had your choice, would you just if you got if you could be paid to do puzzles, would you just do puzzles for the rest of your life?
4: Oh, I not make them be like to, to, to solve, solve them. them. i I have like low puzzle tolerance. Mm. Oh, I want hints right away. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, if someone if I could just go like hint, 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 hint. I don't know. Because I, I feel like I've done an escape room twice mm-hmm. and was
2: miserable both times. Mm. Why? Uh, b- uh, because of the very things about this game that I don't like. I'm just like, why? Why? Wh- what is the point of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah, it, it makes me realize that the person who created the puzzle is on some level clever, uh but that it it feels it feels great if feel, i don't know
4: well the the puzzles are supposed to be like a good game they're supposed to be like intuitive and if they aren't there's a mistake in the puzzle making mm. on some level
2: right there's some quote about like if you solve a puzzle and it makes you feel smart then it's a good puzzle but i i don't know the rest of this quote so
4: i'm gonna bail on it right now. <laughs> yeah but, i mean you're so if it makes you feel like the person that made the puzzle is smart then you're it failed but if you feel smart It's good.
0: Oh, interesting.
4: I just finished it. I don't know if that's right. That sounds
0: right. I, I will, I you know, and this is this game that we're discussing, and certainly you know, I guess escape rooms and and graphic adventures at large all usually are are centered around puzzles. There's been an approach in recent years, and I mean recent years in the past twenty years in gaming where they've, the, I feel like the philosophy transitioned from puzzles with one discrete solution to problems with multiple approaches, Ooh, and I you like can decide that. whether you're going to, you know, you know, it, it's it's just like a thing. Of like, am I going to stealth through this encounter? Am I going to to, you know, use dialogue to, I'm going to go through the dialogue trees and try to defeat it that way. Am I going to just, like, use brute force?
2: I love that. Would, yeah. you, would you consider, like, Breath of the Wild's shrines to be puzzles? Oh, well, yeah. What are they?
0: I think they're puzzles, but there are, you know, if you look at, at some of the uh, the Breath of the Wild subreddits, uh, which I do, Link dies is very satisfying. It's just a bunch of different ways of just killing Link in the most elaborate ways possible. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, but... um uh but it, it, like like you'll see people figure out ways to you know like just like cludge their ways around yeah. th- like past you know to skip progression yeah. watched, and stuff yeah
2: i wa- i i do belong to some breath of the wild subreddit and watched some dude use a shield as a surfboard and then like slow motion set off two bombs to blast himself Like, across the farthest shrine. And it was really satisfying. Yeah, it is
0: very satisfying. Um,
2: That's great. But that's not a, what is that? That's not a solve a puzzle. Well, that is, I mean, it's just, I think someone's
0: figured out a workaround to a puzzle that's supposed to have one solution. You're supposed to, like, roll the ball through the fucking maze. Like, if
2: you could physically tear a padlock off of a door, (laughs) then then that would be solving a padlock. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
4: that's true.
0: Uh, I I remember reading a thing with Tim Schaefer... Years ago, I don't remember if it was an interview or it was just a thing in the manual. But the game Full Throttle—did we talk about Full Throttle before? Yeah, I
4: own it. I've never played it. Is it good?
0: I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I You know, I think it has an ending sequence that's a little bit uh, frustrating. Is the only negative, but I—but it, it just like as a story and is a, a and and as a vehicle for puzzles, I found it very satisfying. But he was talking about so your your lead character is a big burly biker. And I um, actually forgot the character's name. I don't know if it's up there, but the your, your lead character is a big burly biker. And he said, like, you know, in typical adventure game, you need a key to get through a door. So you'll like grab a piece of bread and then like butter it <laughs> and slide the buttered bread on the floor to the other side of the door and then push the keyhole out with the, you know, uh uh, like with a toothpick. Uh, push the key through key through the again to- and then, then retrieve it. And it's just like and but in this game you just kick the door down cuz that's like what your character is. And that's it's so like good. oh, they, yeah, that is cool. And it and I like when that there's like a cuz the big problem with Leisure Suit Larry 2, Leisure Suit Larry goes lo- looking for love in several wrong places. And with a lot of Sierra games and some LucasArts games is the solutions are just so obtuse.
4: Yes. And it's just
0: like, what the fuck are we supposed, how am I supposed to figure this out?
2: I feel like we've got a lot to talk about. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Leisure Suit Larry 2, Leisure Suit Larry Goes Looking for Love in Several Wrong Places is a 1988 game developed and published by Sierra online and directed, produced, written, composed... And programmed by Al Lowell. Uh, To put it in context, other games released in 1988 include Super Mario Fucking Brothers 3, (laughs) Mega Mega Fucking Man 2, Dragon Quest 3, and Altered Beast, which is an okay game. Uh. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry 2 takes place in several locations, but begins in a sort of satirical Los Angeles, very similar to San Andreas, uh, and the attitude, I feel like, of both of those games sort of is the same towards L.A., like that it is a hateful place.
1: <laughs> yes. I
4: mean, the the fact that they skewered a specific studio by calling it Unreversal Studios. Oh, boy,
0: how you can't come back from that.
4: <laughs> I was just like, what even is that pun? I, don't, I, I screencapped it because I was like, this is I, so dense. It's an abortion joke, isn't it? Or unreversal? like a vasectomy. Oh, oh, that's what
3: it is. But
4: unreversal, so it's So you can
3: reverse a vasectomy, though. I think. Yeah. Mm.
4: I, I I mean, we. It's so it's not funny, and it's confusing. it's
3: it's very convenient. I would say we, that's
0: generally the 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 level of all these puns. That are or know that it's a sex yes.
4: joke, but we don't
1: know what the sex <laughs> joke is.
2: Um. Yeah. It's I. Anal reversal. <laughs>
0: Studio. <laughs> Analversal You'll, Studios, I would okay? get <laughs> uh,
2: There's also like a fake Disneyland. Yes. Uh, which is one of the first locations that you can move we uh, we should talk... First off, the platform for this game was like the Amiga. This is an old computer game mm-hmm. rendered in VGA graphics. I believe this was
0: EGA graphics, pre-VGA. E-
2: EGA graphics.
0: They may have re-released it in VGA at some point.
2: If you've played the King's Quest games, mm-hmm. uh, the old ones, it looks like a King's Quest game. Yeah. You direct... Uh, Larry by like arrow keys, and then you use a text parser. You type in what you think you should do. You love that. In any, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you I don't love it. A point. I, I like to type.
0: I like it in theory, but it is just hard to figure some stuff out. Before we progress beyond the the scene that you painted, Heather, I just want to cl- I just want to drill down one thing. So in the first game. You're in the city of Lost Wages, yeah. not Las Vegas. Lost Wages. Yes. So naturally, the second game, you're in Los Angeles. It's just L.A. <laughs> they don't have. It's not like. It's not like lo, Lost Devilless or something like that. It's not a fucking pun. Right. It's just the actual city. That like to comp- use your Grand Theft Auto comparison. It's like if you if, if after Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you had Grand Theft Auto. Los Angeles. <laughs> like, wait, what? We're in the real world now?
2: It, it also it takes place moments after the first game. Like yeah. you are with the same woman that you end the first game Eve. with. Yeah. Eve. Like, and then yeah. you you sort of like first wow, like off
0: Adam and Eve just make that connection.
2: If you <laughs> Uh,
3: Larry and E. Mm, how about that?
2: <laughs> it should be Larry and... St- <laughs> it should. Uh, but, but also, if you don't... So, like, if you just start the game, there's no... If you have to let the game play in order to give you some idea of what the fuck is happening. But if you start the game, you're just on a lawn... And it, you go, but if you yeah. let the game play, there's like an introductory cutscene where like Larry is mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. and his like wife doesn't care for him, or girlfriend doesn't care for him. There's like all this obtuse setup.
0: I believe I believe the justification is that it's it's like a fantasy in his head slash, he, he's fantasizing about being married to this woman, but actually they just had a one-night stand. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. Really? But that's giving it a lot. I don't know. I do know that, that Eve's dog comes up and pisses on Larry, which was a callback to something that happened a lot in the first game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just urine everywhere in this game. Larry's getting pissed on. He's pissing on things. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, it so so you you navigate the world by moving him with the cursor and then typing in stuff so the first thing you can do is go into the garage and look at stuff and it's like oh this is a normal garage if you don't find the dollar bill that is hidden in a garage it is not graphics based it is behind a wall the game cannot happen Right. So that's the first puzzle is, do you by chance walk behind a wall where you can't see and say, like, look for dollar bill? <laughs> you have to look twice, I yeah. think.
4: Or you have to look twice for the passport or else you don't find it.
0: I think a lot of these oh. games, I think I think based <laughs> off of my, my assumption is, because one fact we learned about Leisure Suit Larry 1 is that the game actually sold more copies of the hint book than the game itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was because so many people were pirating it, partly because it was a dirty. Game, but partly because that's what you did. And I think they would, I think, I have to think, even just subconsciously, some of the puzzles in this game are aim towards getting people to have to buy a hint book. Wait,
4: did you die in the game? If you yeah. die. If, if, yeah. yeah. If The screen says, do you keep on grinding or something pathetic mm. or order a hint book? Those yes. are the yeah. two <laughs> options. <laughs> they just like, you could hit a button and be like, all right, you get a hint book out there for you.
2: I didn't pl- ever press get a hint book. Does it give you a phone number or does it... Am- I, I mean, the I internet
4: did either. Yeah, it didn't. The internet didn't exist. No, it didn't. What the fuck? What would it do? Just be like an order form and print it? I told you, like, last time I called a 900 number once for us police question. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And it was not, it was, that was, I was only allowed to do that once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did that <laughs> once for uh, Final Fantasy 1 on Nintendo. Oh, wow. And it was to, I was like, where is the Mass Immune? And they just told me where it was. Cool. Yeah, that's ne- pretty exciting. I
2: never call. I'm. I have a phone phobia, so I would. I never did
4: this.
0: I don't. I developed phone phobia later in life, but as a kid, I was fine calling things. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that. Why that is.
4: The one I called was like a phone tree, also. Oh okay. Like a hint book in the form of a phone tree.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
4: Like movie phone. Like if you're at the police station, press three. Oh, then to find out where the locker key is, press one. And then you yeah. It would be fun to record. Okay, guys, I got a, got a game idea. You ready?
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: 1-900 number or whatever the modern day equivalent would be that is a puzzle game that you solve on the phone by pressing numbers. Oh, that's Ooh, fun. So that would be super fun, right? Yeah. Unlike this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Uh, can we talk about the copy protection, which is on the Steam oh, version? Oh, which yes. is such a pain in the ass. You would. I wish they would patched it to just get rid of that. But you still have to. to so basically you get. And it, when you start when you launch the game, and I, I should maybe take a step further back because maybe if you were born in the 90s, you don't even know what copy protection was. But back when games were on floppy disks yeah. and they were very easy to copy and distribute, they used to have a thing that would come up before you started a PC game that would prompt you for uh, either a – a, a separate document that you got in the game box or something from the manual that you would have to enter to confirm you had a legally purchased and not pirated copy. And there yeah. were
2: cool versions of this. There like were cool there versions. Were, there were like wheels yeah, like that wheel would like would align spin. and and it would solve a puzzle for you in, in tactile meat space. That yeah. was like the
0: Secret of Monkey Island one. It had a little wheel you could spin. It yeah. was fun.
2: Or there was ones like this where it was just like, identify this woman in your manual and enter
0: in her phone number. Yes. And you, so you have the, the final four digits of a woman's phone number. You're basically presented with, and I apologize if this is uh, an, an an inappropriate way to characterize this, but you're basically presented with a skank mugshot. <laughs> and then you have to look through the book and identify this skank Jesus. and then type in the last four Jeez. digits of her
3: phone number. There is yeah. no way I could have that that's what you were
0: going to say. Yeah,
2: I was like, what's he going to say? I, I almost went skank as the fill-in joke for what you would not say. <laughs> I almost said, what, like, skank? And then you said it, and I thought I would had fainted or something.
0: Look, I'm trying to capture the language of 1988.
4: That's part of the weirdness about this game in general, mm-hmm. just overarching, is that it's like they took the wrong lessons from why people like the first game. Mm-hmm. Right. And while the first game is about trying to fuck... And failing. <laughs> this one is just about like how tough it is to be a white guy yes. in the world. Not, and it, it's not, yeah, it's a grievance. It's a grievance game.
2: Not only that, but if you do try to fuck in this game, you're punished with death. You get killed <laughs> immediately yeah, every every sexual encounter yes. that you can have, right? But except for the final one mm-hmm. is a death sentence you
0: you die. And you're either executed by somebody or the, the my favorite is the you have sex with if you choose to have sex with the older woman uh on the cruise ship barbara's mother barbara's mother um we'll get to that we'll get to that in a second <laughs> but it turns out she's a dominatrix, and then she whips you to death
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then and then I, I I jotted down what he says uh after he dies, you can see why this broad's a widow. What? Because she just killed or whipped yeah, her killed, previous she, she husband? And she killed
4: Barbara's father with whips.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that feels like somebody who, like Al Lowe, saw BDSM in a magazine, mm-hmm. like across a room, and was like, oh my God, that person's being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so let's, should we? I don't even remember where we are in the game. We just said on the lawn. We're just on the lawns. So. Yeah, the, lawn. the, lawn. <laughs> the very first sequel. So you can navigate the world, and if you don't get the dollar bill, then you're you're fucked. But the first thing you do is you buy a lottery ticket with the dollar bill that you get in the garage, and then you immediately are on television. Uh-huh. Like that's sort of like the logic, the consistency of the logic in this game. Also, if you don't walk up the streets at particular angles, the first thing I did was entire was miss a whole section. Of the map because I didn't enter the street at the correct angle. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's very it's a very hard game to play, and then it's also an impossible game to predict. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So you go on television, uh, and you think that you're going to,
0: oh god, it's, it's so convoluted. It's. For, it, can I talk about the lottery puzzle real quick? Yes. Because the lottery puzzle pissed me off because you buy a lottery ticket. Yes. And then you go in and the 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 receptionist at the TV studio he would present the lottery ticket to tells you what the winning numbers are. Yes. But the puzzle, to me, that logic of that puzzle is, okay, I go back and now I get a ticket that has the right numbers oh, that's on a good, it. that's a good puzzle. That's not how it works. No. You just tell her those are the numbers on the ticket that you've already given her. Yes. And she believes you <laughs> and ushers you into the TV studio to go on the air. Which, by the way, you don't go on a lottery show. No, you're taking on a dating show. Yeah, you go on a <laughs> dating show. By a
2: stage manager who is a great character. You guys. <laughs> that
0: stage manager's a lot of fun. <laughs> It's, it's the, just great.
2: The stage manager's language is written with THs. Yes. Yeah. All the, like, th
4: th th. th, th. Very offensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I just want to talk about the dating show. <laughs> oh, the dating show God. is called. First off, this sequence is interminable. It's just I like a, it's like a twelve it. minute cut scene.
2: I it's
4: a text based
0: text based cut scene. You're looking at one basically static scene and just having dialogue sh- thrown at you.
4: I, I, yeah, I did that whole sequence and then I stepped outside and I died <laughs> and I hadn't saved and I knew I had to go back and do the dating oh, game Jesus again and Christ. I didn't do it for two days. Wow, yeah. I I put my game away for. It. I was like I can't do this. I was, I got, almost started crying. I was so frustrated. <laughs> it
0: it sucks so bad. And I don't think the text that you enter there, which is Larry's dialogue options, which you think would alter the the gameplay. I don't, I don't think they have any impact on what happens. Yeah. Um it's just flavor. Also, in a game loaded with puns. It's all puns. The show the the parody of Love Connection is called Dating Connection. <laughs> No effort at all in making a pun there. Give me something.
2: Ugh. I you know the the one of the things that I find off putting about these games is one is how how anybody you interact with. Larry's like you know you find all women attractive. Like you the the woman behind a uh, a cash register is like oh she's an older babe she's hot. I find hot and like down at the bottom of the screen it's like but then again you find all women attractive. Yes. So like you're you're. Sort of entry point as a player into the world is that you would put your penis in literally every woman that you meet, <laughs> right. right? But none of those women are written as like good people. So mm-hmm. there's like also a disdain for women in oh, the game. Yeah. Uh, so the the woman on the game on the game show is um is a bimbo. Her name is Barbara Bimbo, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. she is a fu- like her her dialogue is chaos. Right. Like she'll be like, if I was a flower and I was a bee, then what flower would you be if you were flower bee? And she says like in the middle yeah. of her yeah. sentences. Yeah. It's 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 very it's it, I, I I don't know what the emotion I'm trying to express here
4: is. It's disdainful because then Larry has a running monologue where he hates her. Yeah. He's like, she's stupid. Right. I hate her. It's like well, your whole thing is that you want to fuck women. Yeah. It's your whole main thing. That's it. And he's like, no, she's not good enough. (laughs) 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 She's she's not to my standards.
0: Right. It's yeah. It's it's because she's too. I mean, it's like like she's an she's an idiot. Oh, she's an attractive woman, so she's got to be a fucking idiot. Like that's kind of the perspective there. And then so there's there's this dating show where there's three contestants. You get through this super long cutscene, and then she, I guess, because she's dumb, she accidentally says the wrong the wrong person she wants to go on a date with at the end. She says contestant number two. Instead of contestant number three picking Larry over the hunks that that are uh, on the outside of him, right? Yeah,
2: and then you and then then you win a trip to a tropical paradise with Barbara Bimbo. Uh, and you have to take a cruise ship to get there, but before that happens, you also have to go win the lottery. Drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> Such a hat on a hat. Okay, I
0: got a lottery ticket, I go to the TV studio, I'm going to win the lottery. Oh wait, they put me on the wrong show. Hey, I won a cruise. Great, the plot is in motion. Let's fucking go to on the cruise. No. Nope. No, you also <laughs> go to win the lottery on the lottery show. What on earth? And what are be- we doing here? And
2: before you can get on the cruise ship, you have to break the million dollar bill that they They give you because you have to go spend the money on in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles. Yes. In order to get on the cruise ship. And if you don't go spend that money and you get on the cruise ship, you're doomed. Like there are things you have to purchase before you get on the cruise ship or the game will become dead ended. But you also are being chased by Nazis.
0: (laughs) Are they Nazis or KGB? KGB? Something like that. (laughs)
2: Can we go back to my, my only favorite thing in the game? Is that when, when you're on the, the game show and you you exit the game show and go back to the green room, you kind of have to like wait around. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you type, if you type like sit... Like you go to sit down, and the text parser says, Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's very funny. And that, and that felt to me like there's a couple places where that happens. I think later when you go to swim, if you're drowning and you type in swim, it'll go, Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, the Vanna White character analog is named Lana Light very lazy. However, I do like that the host of The Dating Connection is named Biff Baff. Biff. Sure. <laughs> so you so have to break a million dollar bill. So
2: you go to a... Oh, I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. No, no, I didn't, I mean, wanna, no, I no, didn't mean to
2: interrupt. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just excited to talk about garbage this is. Uh, so you go to a a, um, a bikini shop and you spend $10,000 on a bikini?
0: There's a joke there. Swimsuit's half off.
4: Heyo! oh mm-hmm. <laughs> Larry's going to see some titties. If it was a normal Larry, <laughs> you would fuck the girl that works at the store. You would, yeah. But she, you don't even look at her.
0: You don't get the opportunity. Well,
2: Sierra actually, so, I because I read why don't you fuck in the game as like I searched and it's because Sierra got so much pushback after the first game and people banned it from stores mm. that they had to tone down the sexuality of the second game. But, uh, people still thought that it was a pornographic game, and so they wouldn't carry it in their stores. Oh, good! So the game lost. Both. I mean, like, <laughs> if you had managed to smuggle your copy of yes. Leisure Suit Larry Two home, you you you'd be like, "Fuck! I fucking found it! I got it!" Ugh. And then
4: you wouldn't fuck anything. You'd just die every
1: <laughs> you time. Just you have read. your <laughs>
4: bottle of lotion ready. You're like, ah, <laughs> crack your knuckles. Like, about to play the horniest new game of '88.
0: Instead, you get this like a uh, morality play about. <laughs> how you you will die unless you wait until you're married to have sex. <laughs> the only sexual encounter does not result in your immediate death.
2: You also die though for a bunch of other reasons. Like while you're wandering around town getting the stuff that you'll need in order to be on the cruise ship. Which
0: you don't necessarily know all the shit you need. You
4: can't even see the sunscreen yes. if you look in the drugstore.
0: If you don't get the sunscreen, that will ultimately prove fatal and you can't progress and you just have to start over. It,
2: same with if you don't get a big gulp or, or the grotesque
0: uh, gulp or whatever it's called. Yeah, the 32 gallon uh, jug of soda.
2: If you don't get the soda, you will die on a life raft. But there's no way of knowing. There's that. There's no way to know. And and if you don't pay for the, the the grotesque gulp, if you go to if you get it and then you leave the store, the the woman who works behind the counter jumps up on the countertop <laughs> and. Executes you with a gun. This,
0: this was established in Leisure Suit Larry One. They will use lethal force uh, if there's shoplifting.
4: I hate that you have. I, mean, I hated that I had to like grind for money in one. Yes, but I hate that you have infinite money
0: in two. This, that it's, sucks. It's so much less fun, <laughs> and, and and it's also just unnecessary.
2: Wait, I forgot another joke that I liked. <laughs> uh, so after you win the dating game, the other contestants win. Uh, armadillo polish and 20 cases of black shoelaces <laughs> That's fine. and a copy of the dating game for the computer. I love I love the specificity of here's 20 cases of black shoelaces. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: some fun like programmer humor, like random specific stuff in here. There's there's some jokes that work. I think the ones that are less crass are just usually better executed. I did want to talk about about one other detail of Los Angeles. So. They, you know, expanding the greater the greater L.A. area to Long Beach, it includes uh, obviously Disneyland, that like you mentioned, um, the Queen Mary. Their version is called the Queen Larry. The Spruce Goose is there is called the Loose Goose. Mm. And then, of course, there's the Brown Derby restaurant, which they call. The brown derby. They didn't change it. <laughs> it's not like the red fedora. It's also the brown derby. Yeah, but give brown, me some
2: consistency. This
4: brown is poop. Oh, come on, man! It's a poop hat, and it's just <laughs> sitting there close, but you can't do anything. Like you can't do anything with it. You don't even need that screen to exist. Yeah,
0: it's there's no. It's like he just wanted to. The artist just wanted to render the brown der, the brown derby and fucking pixel art. <laughs>
4: what about the part where you're standing by the? dumpster where you used to get murdered for no reason mm-hmm. and you look through a crack in the wall and you see people playing king's quest and having more yeah. fun yeah it or might poli-
3: be
0: i think it might space, be police space quest space, space, quest. space, space quest, quest is quest. one of them one of the but other ones it's
4: not sad yeah. yeah it is It's a bummer.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of fourth wall breaking references that just kind of bum you out
4: yeah the, like when
2: you look at disneyland it says you, it's not disneyland because you wouldn't find that in an owl low game and you're like what What? What? What is also when that happened to me, I was standing in the middle of a street. (laughs) That's a funny piece of text to arrive while you're just standing in the in the streets.
0: So you have a there's barber shops and there's a running gag in this game because you have to go in like eight barber shops at different points and get your hair done in different ways to progress fine it's a fine mechanic in theory uh, the barbershops all look the same there's a running gag but they have different barbers in them but they're but within the barbershops after you get your hair done you and we we brought this up before we recorded eva you get like a, you get like a hand mirror and it's like the first up close portrait you get of larry's face and he looks like absolute dog shit <laughs> just the worst looking man ugliest man just looks so fucking ugly and beaten by life <laughs> i hate looking at him and i hate having to help him succeed
2: he also doesn't look anything like the guy on the cover of the box yeah, the no guy the box is fun the guy in the cover of the box is like a little he's like a claymation looking guy and he's got like a caricature face and it's pretty good you know he's a worried looking sunglasses dude, and instead, I mean,
0: this is a this is like a hyper realistic rendering of a guy who played Jack Lemmon's role in the community theater production of Glengarry Gary Glen Ross.
4: <laughs> wow, Shelly like, the Shell Levine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this, this is Shelly the <laughs> Shell, um, and so the, the, like, but you have to go and you have to you have to go into these barbershops for various reasons, and then get your hair done in various ways for again. It has to be anticipatory for when you played through the game the first time and then died and then realized you were missing something. So maybe I need to get a wig from the barber shop in order to survive this later encounter. There's
2: a puzzle towards the end of this game where the solution is so ridiculous that the text... For the puzzle says that you've already died in order to figure out how to solve it, which is that like on the I think on the at the airport or maybe on the cruise ship, I forget where uh, there's you eat something and there's a bobby pin in it and it kills you if you swallow it. So in order to solve the puzzle, you have to look for the bobby pin in the thing and it's Mm, like, oh, you must have already died from this from this before. Right. Which is fucking ridiculous. Ugh. That's not the way to play a game. It's so insulting to also, one's intelligence. We haven't talked about the fact that when you're walking around in Los Angeles, there's it's dead silence. It's yes. mute. <laughs> it's no, no. There's no footstep sounds. No footsteps, no bird. Like in King's Quest, there's like a whistling bird in a couple of the opening screens yeah. that kind of is like, oh, this is, I don't know. It's an Amiga, so it's like beep boop 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 beep. But that you know, it's nice. Yeah. This is silence.
0: Yeah. There's nothing. There's no ambience at all. There's occasional music sting, but that's pretty much it. Just a game mostly completely absent of sound effects, and 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 it does feel very very empty.
2: There is a sound effect that happens anytime you do a thing, mm-hmm. which is like a like a five note cue. <laughs> Isn't it that? <laughs> I mean. Da, 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 da. The, so you just did two different things. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Would
0: it be it? Is no, it no. this? <laughs>
2: On mine, it was just beep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the music is also written by Al Lowe. So
0: wha- Lowe does it all. He does it. He, has- he does a. Is credited with every single role on this on this game except for art.
2: Yeah, which and the art, <laughs> I feel bad if this guy's listening to this. I hope he is. <laughs> <laughs> the art is really at times. The art is really good. I
0: I like the environmental art. The, I think the environments are good. I don't yeah. love the character design.
2: Yeah. Well, there's like close-ups on like a like a, the woman on the island that you're dating. I think who's like she's really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's yeah. Beautiful. That's not bad art. That's not. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, when you get to a. So, all right. Let's go back. So you fucking get all the shit that you need in Los Angeles, Yes. and you get on a cruise ship. And when you arrive on the cruise ship. I I just, I changed subject myself. I, I, anyway. uh,
0: When Larry arrives on the the cruise ship.
2: Yeah, he gets on the cruise ship. He discovers that Barbara Bimbo has ditched him and that instead it is his mother, her mother, that has uh, been assigned to the room with you. Yes. Barbara Bimbo does not want to go on this cruise with you. But before that, you also get microfiche. Is that right? Yes.
0: It, you, I forget exactly when you get the microfiche.
2: At the music
4: store, right? That's right, because you have to go to
0: an ethnomusicology center or something. What's it called? I don't know. You have
4: that, you have an instrument like that a, has a microfiche in it.
0: Yeah, it's like a world music sort of It has some name in it.
4: So the KGB keeps coming for you to get the thing. Yeah. Yes. You're always being targeted. So if a sexy woman's like, hey, you seem cute. Come with me. She wants to kill you and take your microfiche. Right. Which is counter to what the point is of the Leisure Suit Larry franchise. (laughs) Yes.
0: You're you're again being told not to fuck. Uh, And Larry lives to fuck. Not to to try. Yeah. Not even to try to fuck.
4: Yeah. And,
2: and and while these things are happening you're also like you have to go to the cruise ship uh, uh swimming pool mm-hmm. and swim and if you don't type swim he drowns yeah, if you jump in the <laughs> pool
0: you ju- you can you will just die his anim- you have to jump in the pool and then tell him to swim
2: and if you don't swim fast
4: enough his lungs explode
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. his animation <laughs> cycle is the same as uh uh, Sir Graham in King's Quest. Oh, it's yeah. the same like right. animation cycle. I really just I, flailing. I find it really charming. <laughs> really so then you dive, you get a bikini top, which you have to have for later. Or you die, like, and there's no way to know that it's there. You
0: have to know that. Okay, I'm in this pool. I can also dive in this pool, but you also have to dive at the right part of the pool. Yes. Otherwise, you're like, you're like, I can't dive here, and you're, you know, you're like too close to the edges. And
2: if you don't put on sunscreen before you get in, and after, and yes. after you die,
0: <laughs> yeah, be able to put on sunscreen because you're gonna be exposed to the sun because you're wearing this little speedo. But then once you get out of the pool, the sunscreen has been washed off, which you don't know you, you, until you die from being ex- from sun exposure. <laughs> yeah, and again die basically immediately. Like yes. it's just, it's, it's not, look, it's I know punishing. people, uh, yeah, I know people die from, fuck it, it's a cartoon. I'm not going to get into the logic of it here. I'm <laughs> just going to, I'm not going to talk about Wait, how were, long it takes for, were you about to, were you about to say, I know people die from, I know people die from sun exposure, yeah, takes yeah, a while. but it's not immediate. Right. And it's not in like this context. Uh, they. I will say there's a thing that happens in this, there's a, there's a major, like hun- like trope in this, which is that hunks are picking on Larry. And I feel like that was a big thing in the 80s. I feel like Mad Magazine all the time. I feel like a lot of movies had like some big b- muscly beach hunk kicking sand in a nerd's face, and eventually that hunk's gonna get his come-up ends. And that that's like a recurring thing in this game. Yes, yeah,
2: but they so, don't get their come
0: ends They don't really get their come-up ends. No, you don't no. even
2: interact with them no. except <laughs> for that. Yeah, you sort of <laughs>
0: learn to avoid the hunks.
2: <laughs> so the so the next thing that happens is that you get off of the cruise ship. By way of a life raft in order to escape Barbara Bimbo's
4: mother, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: and you have to have you have to have the Jimmy Carter wig in order to do this, and I don't remember why.
4: Because otherwise your you your face melts off because your head's too hot. That kept that kept happening to me when I was playing. I didn't have the wig on because I didn't put it on the right because you have to get in the lifeboat, put it on, because until then they'll be like, why would you put this on? And you're like, oh, I guess I don't have to. So you have to put it on the, the yes. last possible second and then Your face doesn't burn off. And then you spend 10 days in the life raft, right? Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: 10 real-time
2: days. (laughs) (laughs) And if you haven't gotten the grotesque gulp way earlier in the game, you'll die uh, in the boat. Like, you'll just, there's... Right. There is no... Look, I understand that maybe if you had spent a year playing the game, a year of trial and error, that that you would... That, that, wait, that you that there 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 would be a point where you'd be like, "Oh, I've figured out the puzzle of the grotesque gulp." But I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I don't know if you would. I don't think that there's any sort of brute forcing of this game that arrives at the solutions that are required to beat it. I don't think so either. So what so this isn't a game
4: then, right? It's a hint book sales yes, thing. Yes.
0: That's what it kind of feels like. It's
4: a way to sell hint books, like you said, Nick. It's yeah. Because then once you get to the island, which has a hotel on it,
0: <laughs> yes. You, you Okay. So I this is the thing: you abandon ship in the in the open ocean. Yeah. You're on a crew. You're on a fucking lifeboat for ten days, and then you land on an island that looks like a like a deserted island, but it's very populated. Yeah. You just land on like this tropical paradise. Well, yeah. well, wait. Before
2: you get to the hotel, though, is my favorite music music cue in the entire game, which is the, finally there's an environmental sound, and it sounds at first it sounded like I. So I'm playing the game emulated on so it's on a macbook in windows emulated in then dos emulated inside of windows so i thought this was an error (laughs) so here's the sound of the island (laughs) those are supposed to be
0: birds
4: birds
0: (laughs) I like it cuz it's something. And this is, you know, <laughs>
4: Oh, this this sequence with the jungle is so fucking punishing.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the hub world that transitions between all the different But you have to
4: watch the whole thing yes. every single time. There's so he so the
2: the bit in the jungle when you get off of the beach is that Larry is lost in the jungle, so he interacts with a bunch of stuff in a Pre-rendered animated sequence that you cannot skip every time you wander onto that screen. Ugh, and it's like
4: a like two minutes long, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's it's very long.
4: While while the error sound plays.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, uh, oh, what about the part where you're in the restaurant and everyone gets seated but you, and you have to watch it just happen?
0: Very tedious. <laughs> there just wasn't much to do back then, right? It was just like, okay, well, this whole film, this whatever, this is gonna, I'm gonna spend twenty minutes waiting for every party to be seated at this restaurant so that Larry can be seated and so I can progress. But that doesn't seem too crazy to me because what else am I going to do? Watch uh, fucking golf on TV? Uh, there are only so many activities. We don't have phones. In
2: 1988, were rotary phones still a thing or was it push buttons by then? I think mostly push buttons,
0: but there were still some homes with rotary phones.
2: So like yeah. a ro- So like even like I, – because I, if you try and contextualize the game itself, you're like – People lived slower back then. Sure. (laughs) Like, even dialing the phone took a long time. You're just like, fine. And maybe, like, everybody was more relaxed.
0: I think so. I think people were more patient. I think... There are moments now in some games where like if I'm doing, you know, like I'm hopping on a horse to sort of travel somewhere in an open world game, I'm like checking my phone. Like I'm (laughs) I'm just like this, this game, this activity in this game right now is not satisfying enough to hold my attention. And back then you didn't have that option. So I think people were just a little bit more patient with bullshit like this because it is filled with bullshit. I did. I want to mention one thing. Um, So there is a nude beach that you get to before you get to the restaurant. And you can go over there and you can type look boobs,
4: <laughs> <laughs> which
0: is great. And if I was playing this game when I was 12, I think that was the coolest thing in any game ever. Did
4: you get to see them?
0: I mean, they're just like the they're just kind of out there. He, it, yeah, they don't. They don't they, these are the, the new up? beach. Yeah, you don't really get a close up. Oh. No, it, this game doesn't have the, the full screen close ups that Leisure Suit Larry 1 had.
2: It, it's so weird. It has. Yeah. When you say that, is that the one where in the middle of the screen, it's like it's. A nude beach, yes. all capital letters, exclamation points. <laughs> on the nude beach, you get the the bottom half of the bikini, right? Which you need in order to create a disguise later to escape the KGB. Yes, yeah. yes, with a blonde
4: wig, with
0: a blonde wig that you get from another barber,
4: right? And then they also wax your body.
0: Mm, yeah, and then you have to go back to the barber to get a wax after you change into the bikini after you put the wig on and put the money in the boobs yes. so that you have boobs. But I, I I I remember I think it was wasn't it soap. Aren't you soap. taking you soap the hotel You could do money or bar? soap. You could do either. Two classic things to stuff a bra with. <laughs> <laughs> Bars of soap or dollar bills. I, I, I do want to pull one thing. So you, you get the bar of soap from the hotel room. Fuck,
2: this game sucks. <laughs>
0: it's
1: so bad.
0: And I was not, I, you know, I was not able to get through very much of this before I resorting to a walkthrough, which I used to play through a good portion of this game. And then I watched, the, watched a playthrough video for the rest of it. But this is from the walkthrough guide I was using. When you're in the hotel room. Save the game here if you want to have sex with a maid. In a few seconds, the maid will come into your room. Type, screw maid to have fun with her. (laughs) Oh, my God. Unfortunately, her brother will enter the room, and that will be the end of the road for Larry. Her brother? Yeah. Yeah. Herb, he's a, very grim. Herb. Yeah,
4: he did. You do it? He like blows your brains out.
0: Yeah, he get killed. <laughs> he's he'd like a, fucking murdered. He's like a
4: Sandinista or some shit. Yeah, it's
0: really, really dark.
4: <laughs> I, do you think? Okay, again,
2: I I really feel bad if Allo is listening to the show. I hope he's not he listening. Is. Yeah, he probably is. Come uh, on, the show, coward! <laughs> oh, whoa!
1: <laughs> Yikes!
2: <laughs> but like, there's enough gun violence in the two of these games, and specifically that Larry kills him. Self in the first one, yeah. that I kind of was like, oh, there's like a dark pain that that under that's sort of like a like an undercurrent in these games that it's not just that he wants to go fuck these women, but like he also wants to die. Oh <laughs> right. yeah, and that and and there's an equation of of sex and death that is so linked in this one that I was like, oh, this is some this is like some real like psychological bullshit happening in this game no yes
0: no yeah I think so I think it's like if if Larry can't fuck then he might as well die and other people
4: should die too and other people
0: should die too it's very
4: falling down kind of right but also like in Sully.
0: Was he down? Was that the whole motive of falling down and guy couldn't fuck?
4: <laughs> yeah. And, and they didn't have his
2: McDonald's.
3: <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I
2: thought he got stuck in traffic. I don't I never saw it. I didn't He gets stuck in traffic and he gets out of the car on like the four o five and then just starts that's
3: the I think that's part of it. But the larger thing is that it's like he's he can't see his kid or something. I oh, think, well, right. yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, but then he the traffic certainly didn't help. This guy's having a bad day. I mean,
2: should we take a break right now in the podcast and watch it? Yeah. Okay, we just watched. <laughs> we just watched Falling Down, and that movie does not hold up. Yeah. All right, let's get back to
4: the.
0: <laughs> great haircut on him.
4: Yeah. Um, what? Really?
0: Yeah, he fucking the fucking flat top he's got.
4: Oh man! Looks oh, great. God. oh yeah, it looks great. Airport is a frustrating bunch of puzzles. The airplane has one of the worst puzzles in the whole game. All right, we're back in the game. Uh, where okay. if you Sucks. if you don't get a pamphlet that you can't see and hand it to the guy who's talking to you in the seat next to you on the plane, then the stewardesses keep bringing drinks. So by giving them the pamphlet, you make the stewardesses stop bringing drinks, which is not a thing that that's not no, how that works. Makes sense. But yeah. so is do you
2: consider that worse than if you don't pick up the dollar? In the garage
4: that you can't see, then the game doesn't have. That's one of the worst puzzles in the history of
0: games. It's all <laughs> on the same level. I mean, if you don't search Eve's trash can to find your passport, you can't board the cruise ship. There's yeah. just or the the or board the plane later in the game. There's just roadblocks throughout that just how would you ever know this?
2: And also those roadblocks, like it's not like. They let you on the cruise ship if your inventory isn't like if your inventory isn't full. Yeah, they shouldn't let you on the cruise be like, ship. Oh, you're missing some stuff. It buddy. should it should just be like the ship's not allowed to take off yet. But instead, it's like yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Three hours you're gonna be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, can I also say that when you're on the <laughs> when you're on the cruise ship that cuts to a wide. Uh, a wide shot of the cruise ship, and and Larry becomes like two and a half
0: pixels big. Yeah, it's like a cross section uh, of the entire ship. And
2: walk, you gotta walk, walk <laughs> you gotta up the walk stairs. up like when he's like a dot. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: fucked. I kind of like, I kind of actually like that Hub world. That was one of the things I liked because it was just a, uh, it was such a different uh, like visual. From the rest of the game, just like zooming way, way out. I kind of liked how that 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 worked, but yeah, I mean, whatever. Small well, faint praise.
2: So after I've I've lost track of where we are. After you you get off of the. Island thing. Yeah, you you get get a commercial
0: you go to the airport, you go, you deal with some Hare Krishna's another big 80s trope. You get on a commercial flight, you parachute off of it to go to another island. The seats
2: are too small. Yeah. Yeah. And then you meet the woman of your dreams, but you have to get into a
4: volcano. How does it work at the end? So basically, in order to you have to stop the terrible doctor no nookie. Yeah. But also, by the time you get to the second island, the KGB is just done. Like there's no more KGB plotline. Line. Well, haven't you lost the the instrument at that point? Like don't you throw it away it just or some shit? Yeah. yeah. So they just abandoned that whole plot line. <laughs> and now it's Dr. No Nookie is it's like just- taking over this volcano and you have to get up the volcano. So you can marry this girl because her dad is teaching. And her dad's like, I, I I couldn't even get half of the jokes. They make you it's do computer confusing. programming
2: to win the girl's heart. But then you get into a volcano to defeat the bad guy, right?
4: Yeah.
0: E- even Dr. No Nookie is like, it doesn't quite read as, oh, this is a pun on No Nookie. It's just like you don't necessarily, It's it doesn't necessarily look like, Oh, I I get what the pun is here. Right. And then the island itself, wait, I have the, the name for it here.
2: It's no, no Fun Tonight or something like that, right?
0: None it's, Tonight Island. There it is. But oh. if you look at it spelled out, it doesn't look like... That pun? No,
4: known too neat.
0: Yeah, it's not how you would, uh, no. how you would think to pronounce it. No, I guess Nikki. it's probably in the manual that is explained that those are puns and that's what you're supposed to be laughing at.
4: Wait, Heather, did you finish? Did you play to the
2: end? No, it's, so I got no, but I did watch through to the end of it, like Nick mm-hmm. well,
1: okay.
4: on a on a on a what do you YouTube Let's play. on a YouTube. <laughs> Wait, can I say this then? Yes. I don't think you so not playing. Maybe you guys don't didn't grasp this. Mm. The last, you get to the top of the volcano, and you throw the bomb into the volcano, and then all the rest of the game is a cutscene. That's the oh, that's last all cutscene. That's from the that last object on. you do, like oh. uh, thing you do, and the, all the rest of it is a cutscene. Multiple, multiple scenes of cutscene, oh. like a
0: Death Stranding length ending. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so <laughs> that whole game. fight
4: with Doctor Nonokey. Wow. Key is wow. A cut that's scene. all a cutscene. Yeah. yeah. There's also a part where you
2: walk, like where you walk up a, like an invisible cliff. Mm -hmm. What island is that?
0: That's the previous island. That's
2: the previous island. That's getting to the airport.
0: Yeah, you're navigating, you're wearing the, this is after you fooled the KGB agent. Because that's a
2: callback to a King's Quest 2 puzzle where you have to like go up a very, very difficult staircase that's like one pixel off and you die. Mm. Except in this game, nothing happens if you are a pixel off. It's set up to look, (sighs) it's a parody of a puzzle.
0: You start to teeter on the edge. Yeah. It's uh, the ending. <laughs> so he finds love with a topless island native and he gets married. He gets one last haircut from a witch doctor. I guess this is all in a cut scene. His hair grows back and he becomes youthful again. Youthful Larry still looks like shit, but he, I guess he's happy with how he looks, and so is his new wife. Then you get a little them cavorting nude on the beach. Uh, there, You don't see Larry's hog. He's just sort of a genital. just like a black, puby area. Uh, he rails his new wife behind the bushes, Whoa! and the volcano erupts.
1: Whoa! It's like, it, It's right, I mean, it's graphic. Yeah. We should, We should just cut the bunk <laughs> So but, the volcano is calm. Just like...
2: You we should cut the podcast off as soon as Nick says, and then a volcano erupts. Dead
1: silence.
4: <laughs> I can I present a theory. I yes, have? please. Okay. I've been thinking about this, and I actually watched this this morning to to check my theory. This is aspirational because there's gonna there's a lot of Leisure Suit Larry's, and the fact that the first one. I have vague memories of like the later one that I played like 10, 15 years ago being more similar to the first one in that it's quests to sleep with specific women that are thwarted. I feel like Leisure Suit Larry 2, I hope that Leisure Suit Larry 2 is the Nightmare on Elm Street 2 of the Leisure Suit Larry series in that. In the second Freddy movie, it's like they didn't understand why people liked Freddy in the first movie. Right. So Freddy just possesses this teenager who, like, screams at people. Yeah. And, uh, like, spanks someone to death. He spanks (laughs) a teacher to death. But Freddy just sort of walks around and, like, goes into this kid's body and he's like, I'm Freddy now. But which is not... All anybody wants to see is Freddy, like, go into dreams and fight kids and say, bitch.
0: Put a kid on a roller coaster (laughs) and have him go really fast. Thrill ride. Thrill kill, bitch.
4: (laughs) Exactly. But this whole second one, which I, I was like, maybe this is just them stepping off. And Al Lowe was like, maybe the thing people liked about the first one was just about the dehumanization of the American male. Mm. And maybe I'll just make it about how long you have to wait at the damn airport. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> uh, like, it's crazy. It's like all these grievances, like, are just, it's just about, Oh, they won't seat me at the restaurant. I have to sit at a little table. Right, Right. Don't they know who I am? I made Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this uh, this entitlement and this like- No, that makes a lot of sense. head up rage. And maybe after the second one, they were like, okay, Al, Pete just want to see like close-ups of like pixely ladies. You have to get like them a flower and then they go off and they- Fuck someone else And then there's another girl Like Yeah Just do that Isn't that the typical Artist Like creative arc Is the sophomore
2: slump mm. Like you you, do right. You get the you First thing is out And you're like Oh fuck I can do I, I know what it is And I have these other ideas That I've been waiting to explore And then you You fuck it up And then you're like No it's right It's what people like It's what people like That I should do <laughs> That is what made me an artist To be Right. With. The first thing Yeah The more of the first thing I would say that The only thing thing I can think of in history that doesn't follow that pattern is that the uh, second Oasis album is as good as the first one.
0: Wow. I Um, agree. Yeah. Yeah, you so, see that with some directors too. It's like they get their that first film is like kind of the the test ground, and then that second film is like where they really like figure it out, or they have they get a really a real good budget. You oh, know? so
2: you think that sometimes it's the debut album that is is middling, and then the second one is a fucking knockout?
0: Yeah, I'm saying the sophomore slump is not like a like a one hundred percent rule. I mean, I know less about music than you, but I would just say like you know a, a very a classic example Quentin Tarantino first film Rose second film Pulp Fiction, or uh, Paul Th- Paul Thomas Anderson. So you first think, film, Heartache. Second film, Boogie Nights. You, you know? think
2: Pulp Fiction is better than Reservoir Dogs?
0: I think that would be the consensus opinion.
4: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> what about... <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's like, it follows it Under the Silver Lake.
0: Sure. Which yeah. is
4: like, I took all the... That's the same director, yeah. right? Yeah. He's like, I took all the things people liked about my first movie, threw them away, and made this other thing that's about how mad I am about how people don't respect me in L.A. Right. And it's like, okay, Uh, I know people like that movie. I do not. It was trash. Okay. (laughs) I haven't seen it.
0: He's our next guest. Oh,
2: shit. (laughs) Oh, no,
4: him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know the guy. Not him. (laughs) To support your theory, Eva, the final dialogue of the game, as Larry and his new wife are behind the bushes and he's just railing her. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> as, as we leave our hero... this is So this is the narrator's voice coming up. As we leave our hero cavorting in the sands with his new love, a question arises. Is women's lib dead? Is there still a feminist movement? What? <laughs> this is like the takeaway from this game?
4: It's so weird. Whoa! <laughs> Can I read a... a, a- tweet of Al Lowe's from the last month that I sent you (laughs) this is from this is from February 20th so less than a month ago Al Lowe tweeted this how is a woman like lunch at KFC when you finish with the breast and thigh you've got a greasy box to put your bone in hello everyone <laughs> <laughs> he just he just still is tweeting out these like insane jokes every day it's
3: fucking gnarly
4: Al come on the show
3: wait <laughs> <laughs> We're going to kick your ass. <laughs> that joke is fucking great.
4: That's <laughs> uh, a trash. I gasped. I like, like, I like gasped when I read it. I went, like,
2: but imagine, okay, let me recontextualize the joke, okay? Like, mm-hmm. imagine you're in Vegas and a fucking guy gets up on stage <laughs> and he's got like a cigarette in one hand and like a, like a, like a white Russian in the other and he's like, hey, <laughs> wait, well, how, how's it, let me, let me, let me try, let me try and sell it. Let me try and sell it. Ready? All right. <clears throat> Thanks for being here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, then you would hear. Then you would hear this.
3: He, <laughs> he's reading it off paper. Yep, yeah.
4: he wrote it down. <laughs> All right.
3: <clears throat> Glad to be here.
2: How's a woman like lunch at KFC? How? What? How? How? how, we, how, how yeah. How wow, is how. a woman like lunch at KFC? When he finish with the breast and thigh, you got a greasy box, but you bone in hell See, I think I think Al-Modaka's laugh is the real laugh that you would hear. Like we're we're putting him in
4: this man does not belong in our world. No, he doesn't belong in our time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's from another dimension. He belongs
0: in George H. W. Bush's America. That's when he How thrived. You
4: finish with the woman's thigh. How do you finish with a woman's thigh?
1: <laughs>
4: you finish on a woman's
2: thigh. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well, we should get to our final thoughts on Leisure Suit Larry 2. Leisure Suit Larry goes looking for love in several wrong places. It's time for our review crew. <laughs> uh, One positive thing <laughs> and a numerical decimal score for this game. I mentioned the cruise ship cross section. That was one of the things I was going to say that I like. There's something else that I that I did like, which is there are faint, there are very few music cues in this game, but the a kind of sinister theme that plays for Doctor No Nookie. I feel like it belongs in a slightly better game. Can we hear a little bit of this? Yeah. This, a decent little bass groove here. This
2: is a MIDI. This is a cover on better instruments. Yes. But the arrangement's not bad.
0: If you sometimes had... But it depended on what sound card you had. Because, like, I had a... At one point, I had a sound card that did not have a good... Uh, that was not a MIDI sound card. And then I got one that you get, like, a MIDI daughter card that would plug in and actually would kind of sound like this. So it just really depended on what your, what your hardware setup was. I don't know if this specifically had MIDI support, but...
3: This is this is a decent track. I think I did because when I was uh, when I was purchasing these songs online, one of the options was to um, (laughs) one of the options was to buy the MIDI version. Mm, Got it. Yeah. I
2: think I think when you bought this, wherever the the charge went through, there were like alarms and confetti.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am gonna give this a. I'm gonna give this a point four. (laughs) Heather, what do you think?
2: Man, I already said what my favorite part of this game was, which is sit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I I think it's I think it's really funny to tell a player, okay, <laughs> okay, when you're doing anything, right? Like, pick. I wish it said it after everything.
0: That'd be great.
2: Like, pick up cup.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, use. Coconut on uh, tiger. Okay,
0: <laughs> you just ad- you're just you're uh, just assuming the like uh, Riley and the apprentices in front of it defeated. It.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, it wasn't it lowercase. It,
0: it, no, I think it's. I mean, I remember being uppercase and ending with a period. But I could be wrong.
2: I sw- I maybe it's uppercase with a period. But I, in my brain, it was lowercase, no period. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my favorite part of the game. Also, I really like the art. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's got a nostalgic feeling. When you put it in context, it, it's really not great. Like if you think about <laughs> how good the art is mm-hmm. in, in Super Mario Three, and you compare it to this, you're like, oh man, this is a, this is a dystopian game from like an, an alternate world. Um, but that, yeah, so I don't know, point uh, zero point zero, uh, 0. Uh, sixty nine. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> zero point zero
0: sixty nine. I'd like it if that was like the one joke Allo didn't get. Sixty-nine. What's that? <laughs> Why would anyone do that with their mouth? Why is he high pitched in your mind? I'm out low. I don't know. This just feels right. <laughs> uh, I, I, we didn't. We didn't mention the filth level, which is a thing you can do in the the UI. You can increase this this game from clean. Like what what's happening in the game in terms of. Uh, presented nudity and and filthiness of the jokes. You can there's a slider you can go from take from clean to dirty and to several points in between based on how raunchy you want your raunch fest to be. That's
2: I don't fun. remember that. No, it's yeah,
0: yeah it's a, I mean it's buried in the menu. It's oh. but like yeah, if you find it,
3: you can you can fuck around with it. Uh, Matt Apodaca. One of my favorite things about this game is that it made me sort of change my mind about the first one. Is that mm. you know I think this was I hated this more, so it made me. It made me nostalgic for the birth, the first one, which I also hate. Uh, <laughs> and so that contending with that, yes, is you know there was a lot of introspection this week uh, leading up to this. With that, I was like, wow, I can't believe I'd rather play a. Laser Shoot Larry game, but I also love the one of the things I do like and appreciate is that the the lore of Al Lowe as a man, mm. like what he thinks people think of him, like they, he he must think he's so popular because like the 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 phone number that you have to put in the game, uh, the rest of the phone number is like zero seven two four, and that's his birthday. That's that's if you want to uh, skip yeah. through
0: the copy production and go into the debug mode.
3: Yeah, do that, yeah. So you can put his birthday in. So like you have to one know that. So he's like, I'm so popular, people know my birthday. <laughs> Uh, and there's also a cheat and I remember it was, I there was a cheat or if if you want to type in cheat, it ends the game. It's like, okay, here you go. Uh, now the game's done. (laughs) You can be done with the game whenever you want. If you just type in cheat and then it's just over. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, and I don't remember what my score was, uh, for the original one. Uh, so it's whatever that was. Minus one.
0: (laughs) Someone will figure that out. May take it into negative territory. Uh, Speaking of score, we didn't talk about the, you get, so you have a score based on puzzle completion, and then your ranks increase as your score goes up, and those ranks are all various insults for a nerd like Larry, such as Novice, Nimrod, Dweeb, Hoser, Putz, Sleaze, Dimbulb, Creep, Schmuck, Pinhead, Dork, and Kumquat. Uh, Eva Anderson, something positive, and your review score.
4: Um... It made me want to play a better adventure game, yes. which I hadn't had the impulse to do in a while, but I, I left this so like wound up. I was like, I need to play a good thing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to find one and play it now. Um, I did. One thing I liked was this piece of dialogue from the uh, the dating exchange, the dating game. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just read this and I was like, I can picture ALO like writing this and giggling and it's not dirty. It's just weird. On the left is Bachelor Number 1, a professional surfboard waxer from Gumbo, Missouri. His hobbies include collecting Braunschweiger casings, speculating on the sexual preference of professional dancers, and watching televised opera with a sound off. It's just so that's random. Yeah, it's that's just so wacky and random.
0: Harmless absurdism. <laughs> and I
4: was like, man... You should just be writing this stuff, Al. It seems like you're having a good time just yeah. coming up with random shit.
0: How about fucking jack off before you go into work? <laughs> Get the fucking sexual energy out of there. Oh, Clean man. it up a little bit.
4: 20 boxes of black shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just put your bone in the
1: greasy box
4: and uh, finished with the breast and thigh. Put your bone in the greasy box. Bone in the greasy box. <laughs> um, I, I despise this game. I hated this <laughs> experience, uh, and I give it point zero one. Wow! Wow! Well,
0: we hated this game, but Heather, maybe, maybe we're, we're wrong. wrong. Maybe we were wrong. I've got a GameFAQs review from user King Broccoli. Okay. <laughs> 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 this is a game that you won't finish in your first time through. Overlook something and bam, you're back at the start, cursing your lack of perception. One good thing is you won't really mind going through the beginning of the game a few times because it's just so much fun. It is a long game, even longer when you're not exactly sure of where you're going or what you're doing, so the first completion will take some time. When you finally do finish it, you will definitely play it again, and not necessarily only once. It is a timeless classic, and you'll want to play it from start to finish again and again, And maybe even again, if you're lucky, a game that will last you a ridiculously long time. Nine out of ten. The only way I could possibly imagine this being written is with dripping sarcasm. (laughs) But I think King Broccoli is completely sincere.
1: Oh, he
2: loves it.
0: He loves it. God bless him.
2: I have a review from Commodore User Magazine issue 68. So this was a contemporary review that ends as thus. If you have suitable sound equipment, do not fail to hook it up to your Amiga, for here is a major improvement. Full stereo sound (laughs) is provided throughout the game with various jingles and a few catchy tunes. These were composed by Al Lowe as well, himself the director of a high school band and school music coordinator for some 16 years before leaving teaching to go full-time into computer games creation. All in all... This is not only an adventure, but a complete entertainment package. Graphics, 10. (laughs) Playability, 9. Puzzleability, 6. (laughs) Overall, 9.
0: Do you think Aulo left the teaching profession voluntarily? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've got another review. This one is from Dan R., also on GameFAQs. Alright, I will have to be frank. I like this better than the original Larry, both versions. Sure, there isn't all the dirtiness that, that Land of the Lounge lizards had, but there is still plenty of sexual humor, jokes, and fun to be had in this adventure. What keeps this from getting a 10 is all the ways you can die. In the original, there weren't too many. But this one, people tricked you guys and girls. Get a drink at the bar, you die. Go with a woman to her place, you die. All caps. Come on! It's Leisure Suit Larry! You gotta follow women! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, give him uh, a nine out of ten. Did he say, this is, he
4: says that on the street? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on! you <laughs> uh, say I can't follow women?
2: <laughs> I've got another contemporary review. This one is from Computer and Video Games Magazine, issue 90, Ooh. 1988. The animation is superb and includes some hilarious sequences in which Larry, dressed in drag, Unbelievably regains his balance when teetering on the edge of cliffside path, and during that and during the game, Larry himself can and will swim, dive, and crawl at times, as well as having great fun under the bedclothes. <laughs> <laughs> Bed clothes. <closed? laughs> <laughs> Larry 2 is a lighthearted romp of an adventure that tells a humorous story in a linear way. You get it right or you get it wrong in a predetermined sequence, but more importantly, it is a superb piece of all round entertainment, particularly but not exclusively suited to adventure players. This was written by Keith Campbell. <laughs>
0: Wow. (laughs)
2: Like, guys, my dad. Uh,
0: I have a different section pulled from this one, and I think it just sort of talks, this maybe puts into terms of how miserable this experience was to play this game in 1990, in, in 1988 when it released, and I guess in 1990 when this review eventually came out. The puzzles are mostly of the type where you have to get it wrong first and then go back, often quite a long way to get it right in hindsight. This means you must save regularly, and I would recommend pre-formatting at least a couple of disks to save all the positions you are likely to need. Some of the puzzles are extremely obscure, although none are very complex, whereas in say an Infocom adventure the player would have to figure out the detailed steps to get through the mechanism of a puzzle, here it is often a matter of talking in general to the right person, at which point the computer takes over by assuming correctly exactly what Larry wants to say." It's just that you have to get, you would have to buy more floppy disks to be able to save enough states that you could progress through this game because the puzzles were so obscure. And
2: also label those disks. Label those
0: disks correctly.
2: So that you have like a cataloged file cabinet of save states <laughs> in physical space. Right. That you can then be like, oh, okay, so he's going to die of thirst on the in this life raft.
0: Is there possibly a beverage I could get from somewhere on this cruise ship? Oh, no.
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Go back to the
0: convenience store offshore. Do yeah. Do you
4: guys remember those Madness. little, those little like things that held your floppy disks? Those little, and you could like flip through them and it made a little noise. Oh like, yeah,
0: kind of a Rolodex of floppies. Yeah. Just, yeah, that was, that was a lot and you'd of fun. you like
4: know which colors some of them were, but you just have to
0: like look through.
4: What is your favorite tactile
2: media format? Let's go. Hmm. Here's a new, here's a, Here's a segment I didn't plan (laughs) called Tactile Media Formats
1: Favorites.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So in this era, I believe we'd be dealing with the five and a quarter inch actually floppy disks. Yeah. And I, but I did prefer the three and a half inch. They were called floppy disks, but they were like, they were like hard. They were like the, 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 the like a, like a zip disk, the same sort of size, like form factor. I like those a lot. Like a Macintosh so like, disk. Yeah, like, so yes. like the
2: save icon disk. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that
0: kind of classic disk. That, that's classic
2: what I was disk. describing. That, that's your, that. that's your favorite disk or thing?
0: Physical like, media? Like, physical sure. Be
2: like a fucking... Card like a camera card, yeah. Like a like a memory card. It could be anything. I like audio tapes, audio like Those cassette cool. tapes, cassette tapes. Fuck yeah, yeah that's awesome. Nice. How about you, Apodaca?
3: Game Boy Advance
0: cartridges. Yeah, wow, that's a great answer. Awesome, Devin. Your okay. favorite physical media? Gonna have
3: to go vinyl record. Yeah, wow.
0: yeah. this dude's cool. Yeah. It's the
3: only way to hear music. <laughs>
2: Shut up, man! <laughs> uh, I just got uh, one in the mail today, so I am uh, mine. Mine remains the mini disc. The mini disc. The mini disc yeah. is very cool. I cool. fucking love the mini disc. It's gorgeous. It looks like jewelry. <laughs> Um, after that, though, would be the uh, the PSP UMDs, mm-hmm. which were like these mini are discs. pretty
0: cool, yeah. especially the when they had movies on them, and that was like the kind of the best portable movie player for a little. Yeah. Bit. yeah, I
2: watched I watched movies on an airplane on a PSP, and people were looking at me like it was a magic trick.
3: <laughs> I had Kickass on UMD. Whoa, but that's yeah. Cool as hell. Uh, Pretty cool, huh? That's cool.
2: I the only UMT I own is Ring of Fi- Ring of Fire, Rain of Rain Fire. Of fire Rain of that's fire. it. Rain of Fire. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> the forgotten dragon movie. Buff <laughs> McConaughey versus Buff <laughs> Bale. Hell yeah! He, that's cool as hell. Uh, somebody dies in that movie, and he, he says to another character, "Use it." <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's time for the question block. Ding! All right. This one's from at K Francis Kearns on Twitter. Quest for Glory, the Sierra Adventure RPG RPG, is my second favorite game series of all time. Only Final Fantasy surpassed it. It was introduced in the fifth grade and I have gone back to them at least every other year of my life. Parentheses, I'm 33. What game or series have you played, replayed the most in your life? Wow, this is a really good question. What game
1: have
2: I replayed the most in my life? So, uh... I have an answer, but I don't know if it counts, mm. which is Street Fighter, uh-huh. mm. which technically you replay every time you play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But does a fighting game count? Because it's different every time I, you play it.
0: I think that would I think this guy is, uh, this person is looking for a campaign mode, like a story mode that okay. you progress through. Okay. I mean, if you were incessantly playing the story mode of single player of Street Fighter, I think it might qualify, but no. I think just playing in individual matches. Although
2: often... At a bar, that will be right.
0: <laughs> Someone
3: will try to join you and be like, no.
2: Well, I mean, if they can if they can beat me, it's great. But ge- generally speaking, if I'm at a bar and there's a Street Fighter II machine, I'll go over and play it. And some dude will come over and be like, hey, hey, hey. And I'll fucking destroy him. And then he'll
0: leave. And I'm like, no. But that was fun, though. <laughs> I feel like my answer might be. If Metroidvania is too much of a cop out, then I might just say the Met the two D Metroids. Oh, those are ones that hmm. I've like. I I really like those uh, worlds, and I've I've replayed those. And I think as a series, that's probably the one that I've gotten the most reps in.
4: Uh, I I think very specifically, there's an Infocom game that's a deep cut called Plundered Hearts, which is a pirate romance. Wow. (laughs) And it was the first one I was able to beat as a kid. So I just played it over and over and over again. It's a text adventure? It's a text adventure where you're a woman. It's the only Infocom game where you are a female character. Wow. You escape a ship and there's like a kind of a sexy pirate captain who like, kisses you sometimes and you have to get through this mansion there's a party going on oh man and there's just like a bunch of pirate shit and it's just fun and i like when i was like 12 or 13 i would play it just all the time i can still remember very specific puzzles from it wow it's a good it's a really good game there what? was there was a
2: really nice part when you were remembering that where you're like you kind of your face visually turned into like a little kid really- <laughs> really, i was like oh. you really lit up there yeah it was really nice it was a happy time. That was great. <laughs> that was, that was great.
0: When that nostalgia hits, it's really something <laughs> That was
2: great. I think my answer would be Sonic two.
0: Oh, oh sure. Great
2: um, game. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I've probably I've purchased it on every fucking thing that's come out and I'll play like half of it, at least.
0: Yeah, if we're talking super, if we're talking just an individual game, I would probably just say the first Super Mario Brothers. That yeah. was a game I was trying to speedrun before I knew
3: speedrunning was a thing. Yeah. Like I was just trying to get through it as fast as I could. Matt, do you have an answer? Yeah, um, just like any of the, I've replayed the story mode on uh, the Pokemon games, like, often. I don't play Pokemon in a normal way where, like, people like, uh, breed and, like, try to get, like, higher sure. stat Pokemon. I have no reference for my teams and I will just start a new, like, a I'll just re- delete my save and start a new game on wow. a Pokemon game. Yeah. Wow. I've done it uh, every generation so far, but I've replayed Red probably like. Maybe, like, 20 times or wow. something. Oh,
2: yeah. wow. Man, your face did the same thing.
1: You're doing.
0: <laughs> That's just my face. I, here, I, I'm going to think about Metroids. Uh, tell I, me what my face does. I,
2: uh. I mean, wait. Just tell me what you're
1: thinking about. <laughs> All
0: right, let's get another question.
3: Uh, okay, this one's from... Uh, at. Dystopica on Twitter here. Uh, At what point in a point-and-click adventure uh, would you cheat? Do you force yourself to figure it out all on your own, or would you look up answers after being stumped for an hour or two?
2: I mean, for this fucking podcast, five minutes. Yeah, Yeah. no, I
0: I was as soon as I was stumped, I was like, fuck it, I'm going for a walkthrough. I will, back in the day for point-and-click adventure games that I really liked, I really tried to figure them out. And there were, I remember there was one... Thing there was one clue I eventually had to look up on Grim Fandango. As I, got, I had gotten through so far without using a hint, a hint guide at all, and it was just that there was like a rarely used pick up button that you had to press Mm. as opposed to a lot of times just like whatever the interact button was would pick up an item but in one specific scenario you had to press the dedicated pick up button in order to get an an item and I never would have figured that out and I was so fucking frustrated when I read that solution even though I love that game overall it seems like you go to the hit guides pretty quickly I
4: do but I don't want to and that was like something that really made me angry about this game was there was no way I was like I want to do the zen exercise of getting a good game and not Looking at a hint book and right. just, just like buckling down to being like, this is my life now. There are no walkthroughs. It's like I'm a kid and I want to do that and I'm going to do it in this year with one game.
2: I would say that – so the thing that this cues up in my brain is uh – and I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, is playing another world slash out of this world, Mm. Uh, which I played with my parents watching me. I got it for Christmas, and I played it with them sitting on the couch behind me because it was cinematic enough that they were entertained by it. And we, as a family, beat- Another world, they never held the controllers, but we sat that whole like week off or whatever and beat it. And there were a lot of puzzles in it where you're just like, I have no fucking idea what I'm supposed to do here. And my, my dad would be like, can you shoot that thing? Can you, can you pick up that thing? Can you do the You know, like what, but that, that to me was like the most satisfying, absolutely no hints, uh, solving of an adventure story that I've ever experienced. That's awesome. Yeah. What were you about to say, though, Nick? You said, have you guys ever—
0: I was basically going to tee up what you just did, so it worked out mar- marvelously. Okay. I was going to ask if you—any uh, games that were memorable that you've beaten without using any sort of guide. For, me, know, for me, it was Breath of the Wild for, mm-hmm. in, I, recent re- in recent years.
2: I generally play Final Fantasy games twice through, mm-hmm. once without any hint book, and then the second time with the guide. Because I, the first time, I'm like, I don't, I want to find a new town and yes. not have any idea what I'm supposed to do there. And then the second time through, I'm like, I'm like, I want the ultra weapon. I want to do optional dungeons. I want to, you know, all that.
0: Or breathe the shit out of these chocobos. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah,
1: I love that.
3: Uh, let's get another question, Matt. Okay, this one's from at. D mama 22 on Twitter Sierra adventure games are notorious for nonsensical death for small unknown mistakes. What insignificant actions in your lives are most likely to result in your grisly death and game over screen. <laughs> Boy, I feel like for me, it's like getting
0: up at night to get a glass of water.
4: Oh yeah. That
0: always feels <laughs> like I'm i I'm going, that will kill me someday. I'm just going to trip over something and fucking brain myself. I really feel like that's what, like that or electrocuting myself in the bathroom somehow.
4: Wait. <laughs> oh. What?
0: Like I have like my hand is wet and I plug in a hairdryer oh. and that's just, I fucking kills me. Feels okay. Like, that,
3: that's what I, that's what I think. I was thinking accidental, uh, electrocution as well. Yeah. But it's cause I'm fast and loose with those plugs, baby. <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure I'm going to choke to death by
0: myself.
4: Me too.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I could see that happening.
4: You know, like, because I put like forks in my throat and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I put a grape in my Mm -hmm. mouth, I'm like, well, this is it. Did you guys ever die pra- of this grave. Yeah.
0: Have you guys ever practiced the self-heimlich? I'm like, I feel like I should know how to do this.
2: I've seen it on YouTube because my fear is that I'm gonna choke to death alone. and also I know how long it will be before somebody finds my body. <laughs> yeah. so like I, i'm 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 obsessed with the idea that i I don't want my body to lay for four days. I think it's gonna be four days. Is three days okay? I mean, it would be great if it was within the day that somebody <laughs> found my corpse, but I think yeah. it would be Just like four, four days solid that I'm going to have
4: like a lodged throat and then my corpse will swell up a little. You got to write a uh, Robert Durst cadaver letter and mail it <laughs> so that it gets to the cops so they know to come looking. That's what the jinx did. He, Wait, he wrote a letter that said cadaver. Wow. Wait, he, he well, spelled does, it wrong, and so everybody knew it was him. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. I don't understand what that means. You're choking. What you do is you, <laughs> instead of just harming you mail, you write really quick dead body at this address and mail it to the police before you die. How would you get it to the mailbox? You just get outside to the mailbox, and then you lay out, you know, well, and they go back outside. to choking
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> So then they'll get this note. They'll be like, oh, I've got to go check out this address. There's a cadaver there. Right. <laughs> I mean, it could be tonight. It could be. I could I could die tonight from choking.
0: Nope. I
3: really hope I don't. You have to blend all your
0: food now <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> I, I just thought of like a, the really grim scene of choking to death by yourself and the police finding your corpse – And what's open on your laptop is the wiki how for how to give yourself the Heimlich Maneuver. Oh, Jesus
4: Christ. (laughs) And it's like you've been blocked from looking at Wikipedia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't make a donation. (laughs) Just
4: like one time I made too many joke edits and they're like, you can't go to Wikipedia right now.
0: Stop trying to say Count Chocula was a real Bavarian count. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a, uh, Eva, any, any fear beyond choking? Ooh! Uh,
4: oh yeah, I have uh, no, a, a on it. very deep, um, deep-set phobia, irrational phobia of all fire. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So if I just, uh, for instance, uh, picture me, I'm in the King's Quest game. There's a campfire in the middle of the of the screen. If I walk even halfway across the screen, that fire will jump up, catch me on fire, and I will be a skeleton. That's <laughs> I my. Can see that's that. how I would die walking yeah. in a, near a fire.
0: I'm also. I'm very. I, that makes me think because I'm very that makes me think of cooking and I'm, my knife skills are not great. I'm not, I don't have any training and I'm pretty like, I have like a low grade tremor. And so I've cut myself a number of times. I do feel like at some point I'm just going to accidentally like nick my jugular. Oh, that's and then fine. Just fucking
4: oh, what about drop on your foot, cut your foot off? Yeah. I, that I, could happen I too. picture that happening all day long.
0: That happened to my, my mom dropped a knife on her foot while she was pregnant with me and she went to the hospital and they are like, Pregnant lady coming through, she's going to
3: labor. She's like, no, I cut my foot, and I was in there. Uh, that somehow uh, explains everything and nothing about you.
2: <laughs> That's that what I was going to say. Is like, uh... your foot okay?
3: <laughs> yeah, she's fine. No, I'm,
2: okay. not he- I'm not here to have my son.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine with any of this happening to me, as long as it was funny. If I I got electrocuted in a funny way, I'd be okay.
4: That's fun. (laughs) My dad
2: has almost died so many times that like it's, I mean, like if you, if I was on the playground and I talked about it, like people would be like. Your your dad sounds like a maniac. <laughs> he's so he's had paint thinner injected into his finger. Jesus! And he had to hold and twist his fingers so that it didn't get to his wrist because it would have killed him. Oh, oh wow! God. And he couldn't dial the uh, the phone because he was holding his hand, so he couldn't. So so that happened to did, him. Did Jigsaw do that to him? No, no. <laughs> he, he he's a construction worker, oh, okay. so he so it happened when the paint thinner gun exploded oh. in his hand. So my dad's missing a finger. Uh, then he a machine malfunctioned and shot a piece of wood into his eyeball and and, uh, could have gone right into his brain then he fell off a roof very recently he was fixing somebody's roof and fell two stories off of a roof uh, when the ladder that somebody else had set up like gave out underneath him and then he just plummeted to the ground so like my dad is like I mean like
3: the Terminator he's the fucking Terminator (laughs) wow
2: yeah He's a, but if you say that on a playground, people would be like, nah, uh. And i be like, yeah, no, my dad's almost died all the time. <laughs> well, my
3: dad can kick your dad's
0: ass.
2: I, I probably would live through it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hit us up with your questions at get played pod on social media. Get at gmail.com if you'd like to email one in, Eva Anderson. Thank you for coming back, being um, our Leisure Suit Larry correspondent. I'm so
4: happy. This was I mean, I know I complained a lot, but this was so much fun, and I'm <laughs> I would I'd be so offended if it was anyone
0: else. Yeah, as miserable as it was to play, it was pretty uh, pretty fun to talk about. Yeah. And uh, I guess that does it for Leisure Suit Larry and the very long subtitle. Uh, Matt, uh, what's next week's game?
3: Next week's game?
0: Garfield cart! Well,
1: everybody look at Garfield cart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Garfield cart, huh? I'm gonna really hate Monday. Did you guys like did you guys like that? Do you think that was good enough to be on the show? Should I do should I do another option? Because our show comes out on Mondays. And so, is, when we next week's game, I'm going to really hate Monday. Because that's when, that's when Garfield Cart comes out.
2: Oh, hey, Nick, what are you doing in
1: here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby.